This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, like right now, as a matter of fact. Oh, you're welcome. I'm very pissed off about the world and everything yes, in it. So angry. No question about it. Looks like, oh, I got to check this out because it's sunny right now. It's going to get windy later on today, I guess. It's only 40, 40 degrees, but it is sunny. And then it's going to get windy at around, I don't know, looks like maybe 9 o'clock this morning. But some great weather coming this week, it looks like anyway, don't, right? Don't jinx us. Ha how is me reporting the no, weather we don't jinxing even, We you? don't even talk about it. We don't look weather in the eye. We're not, not going to look weather in the no. eye. I don't have a, a forecast here, but I'll track one down. It'll be good. Oh, there should be one printed out for you, isn't there? Nope. Not in, unless it fell on the floor or something. Uh, let me see. Not, yeah, there's not, not that big a deal. I can look it up. That's right. I got one for you. It takes two seconds. Hang on one second. All right. I just want to, because it's. The only reason I'm, I want to get this done is because the weather is going to be very nice starting tomorrow. It's not that bad that it was going to be very windy. Man, those winds were kicking ass yesterday. But then it gets to be, oh, look at this, right there. Mostly sunny, still a bit windy. Well, no, he took that down. I can't. There we go. Now we're talking. Thank you. Uh, mostly sunny, still windy, a bit warmer, though, with a high of 55. Uh, clear and breezy tonight, a low of 37. Then tomorrow, sunny, not as breezy, with a high of 60. Wednesday, warmer, a high of 68 and sunny. Thursday, breezy and warm, partial sunshine, a high of 72. So just hold on. Today, well, 55 is not bad. A little windy, but 55 is not bad with mostly sunny because originally it was supposed to be cloudy all day today, wasn't it? Yeah. I did That's that move where I'm like, I'm going to start walking in the morning before I go to work. Yeah. And then I walked outside today. I was like, you know what? Maybe we'll start Wednesday. Yeah. yeah it, it was a little breezy today. That bite, that wind is biting. It is. No doubt. Yeah. You don't want to walk when it's windy and 37. That would no, not be good. What is the current temperature? Does anyone know what it is? 40. It is 40. Oh, I suppose I can just look at my one. You're right. It's 40 right on the nose. So, yeah, the weather's looking much, much better. It's going to be great. Life is good, um, which is great news for me because my weekend was just miserable. There's no question about it, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, I spent a lot of time with the kids on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There were grandparents' days, and there were dance recitals, and there were gymnastic shows. And so we were with the kids for like four straight days. So I run into this guy who loves this show. He's going on and on about the Tom Bernard show and the Hubbard Network, and it's a great show, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and get ready for a gut punch, Rudy. Because I was told face-to-face -face by this man, Tom, let's admit it, Brittany is the glue. What? Uh, I, I just what? I just can't take it. I'm... Welcome to the Brittany Arneson show. <laughs> there it is. Right, gotta get the promos I'm ready. The glue? You're the glue, apparently. I've never been so honored. I would like to thank Beverly Stoffels for raising me. I would like to thank one and only God who's followed me to this moment. How are you the glue? Explain that to me. I don't know. The only thing I can compare it to is a dead horse. I just, I don't know. You're literally tearing up over this. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> she is. No, you see her rubbing her eyes in no. here for correct. I'm the glue. She, she's got pink eye, Tom. We hate to tell <laughs> oh, you, but that's what it is. What it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Most likely, yeah. <laughs> Never um, mind. You guys, 
I'm the glue. You're the glue. Mm-hmm. That's, I heard it. Done, you guys would uh, just be like floating yep. glitter and paper. Yep. And I keep you together. Mm-hmm. I am the glue. What? Who is, what's his name? Do you remember? I'm not too a-Hole Central, that's what his name is. Ruin Tom's Life Central, that's his name. No, he's a big fan of yours. He, well, he's a huge fan of the show, I will tell you that. He was nice enough to come over and say hello and all the rest of it. But, yeah, he, he loves the show, loves everybody on the show. As a matter of fact, Kristen Burt is another one that's huge. Oh, yeah. People love her. Oh, yeah, as so they really, should. You know, it's the typical deal. Women get all the praise, and you and I do all the work. I agree. It's just yeah. how it is. Mm-hmm. Typical. Typical. Yep. My shoulders hurt from having to carry Brittany around this entire show for <laughs> the last right. two and a half months, and yet here she's right. the glue. I've been actually just glomming onto your shoe the whole time, so you don't have to carry me because I am the glue, mm-hmm. la glue. And now back to the glue. I need to find like the French name for glue, so it looks, sounds a little fancier. Isn't, I'm on it. Isn't glue a French word anyway? Is it? I could, thought it was. Could be. Uh-huh. I, I might be wrong about that, but I always thought it was a French word anyway. It means smelly white stuff. There you go. That is exactly what he meant by gluten. Hate to break it to you, Britt. I knew you were going to go mm. there. I was waiting for that. I like smelly that's, white stuff. That's not glue. And now, for the traffic, let's go to smelly white stuff. The glue. It's like cole is, is French. Cole? Yeah. All right. Never mind then. I what, want it. So glue, I don't know. Okay, you're going to look it up, glue? You're going to take care of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, where'd that echo come from? I don't from? know where that echo came from. What the hell from? was that yeah. all? Weird. Oh, I might know. Oh, you brought it up? Oh. Yeah. What are yeah. you doing? I was trying to get the pronunciation for, for glue, and then I unmuted my mic, and that happened. If you get a shirt, and you come in tomorrow with a shirt saying glue on it, but I want, like, you're out of the mix. La glue. La or something glue, yeah. like. La glue. I'm honored. I've never been complimented on this show so as a first i feel uncomfortable what but i also feel like i am the glue you are the glue there's no there's no getting around it not everybody can be the glue is uh is this what you were looking for Brittany? cola cola i'm cola these are cola nuts they grew here <laughs> <laughs> remember that was a great yeah. that was a great campaign <laughs> that was a good one jeffrey jeffrey holder was his name i used to work with him in new york just a great guy he gave you the impression, though, that you probably didn't want to piss him off, you know? Mm-hmm. He just had that thing about him. It's like, I'll be nice to you for now, but don't piss me off or I'll whip your ass. Yeah. He's one of those guys. But for people who don't know this, 7-Up uh, had this great, great campaign because they were not a, a, you know, a cola like Pepsi and Coca-Cola and all the rest of it. So 7-Up decided to talk about cola nuts. These are cola nuts. They grow here. And he had this magnificent voice. And it was like their big thing is like they were the uncola. The uncola, yep. They were, that was a great. That was smart. Great, yeah, Ron. That was that was pretty smart. I got the uh, audio if you guys want to hear yeah. it. Love yeah. it. These are cola nuts. They grow here. They used to make cola flavored soft drinks. These, on the other hand, are uncola nuts. They grow here too, but as you can see, they're a bit different from cola nuts. Rather larger for one thing, rather juicier too, I'd say. <laughs> Marvelous little things on cola nuts. We use them, of course, to make the uncola seven up. It's the uncola nut that helps give the uncola its je ne sais quoi, you know. I know you can't tell from the audio, but this is very sexual, the oh, way he yeah. is hanging on oh, yeah. to these lemon and limes. It oh, is. Yeah. Even just with the audio, it just feels like... 
All right. Yeah. Send me home. Seven Up had some good campaigns. Remember did, the yep. Make Seven Up Yours? Yep. Oh, that was had, so good. And seven up everybody yours. had those T-shirts. Make Seven, and up, then you turn the other side up, up yours. yours. Yeah. Well, it's good. Mm-hmm. Now we're t- I always like Seven Up, like Pepsi, like Coca Cola. Depends on what the product is. It's kind of weird because I like, like Coca Cola. If you're gonna go for the full sugar beverage, mm-hmm. Coca Cola is phenomenal. The diet version of it, or whatever it is, the no calorie version, I go with Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? Yeah. It is weird. Is it, though? I don't know. My husband loves Pepsi. Like, full throttle, normal Pepsi. Sugar, sugar Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. Loves it. He loves That's Pepsi in a can. When he's in a bad mood, I'll stop at a gas station, grab him one Pepsi in a can. He loves it. Um, but I love Coke Zero, man. Like, yeah, but Coke Zero is good. Something about a stolen Diet Pepsi cherry is pretty good, too. You know why I, I decided I like di- Wild Cherry Diet Pepsi? Hmm. Because it's highly carbonated. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not just a little carbonation. It's highly carbonated, which I like. Because then you don't have to brush your teeth. It does it for you. <laughs> That's what you've been relying on. <laughs> I've been relying on that. Yes, I'll leave It's a good here. sign. No, I just, so like we've been planning going to the Barbie movie, me and my sister. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were talking about one of my favorite things is like, of course, popcorn. And then on top of it, get going to that machine where you get to pick your Coke Zero oh, yeah. and like yep. a little bit of cherry, a little yep. bit of vanilla. Mm-hmm. Oh, love that. love that. I agree. What do you guys call the soda where you just mixed every single type of soda they had on the gun? Wasn't it suicide? That was called a suicide. There you go. Somebody, there was something else that somebody had called it. Like when I lived in Missouri, they called it something different. I was like, that's called a suicide. And they yeah. said, no, it's not called a suicide. I'm like. That yeah, is exactly it's, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. And it's a crazy person game. Yeah. It will not taste good. No, it's awful. I would imagine it would be terrible. Yeah. Yeah, like mixing a little bit like you're talking about. That's good. Oh, mm-hmm. Mine is handcrafted. Because you're the glue. Because I, you can call me Elmer's. <laughs> Quite the artisan over there. <laughs> Brittany <laughs> Artisan. <laughs> yeah, Brittany <laughs> Artisan, the Elmer. Artisan. The Elmer's glue of the morning show. It sounds like you're saying artisan and artisan, and it's killing me. That's very funny. It works out in the end. Before we move on, I want to mention quickly, every time that I would go into a studio and Jeffrey Holder was in there and all the other guys that were in there, by the time you left, everyone was talking like this. You cannot stop. Very nice talking to you, Jeffrey. Great to see you. We're going to have a magnificent day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. All of a sudden, everybody's got that tone in their voice. Hell of a nice guy, though. Uh, is, he, is he even still around? I don't know. Good question. I don't know if he's cacked or not, but he was a hell of a good guy. Did, did a great job. Um, another thing, of, I want to run this by you guys because... He's dead. That's, that's what I thought. I 2014. Thought he was, he's been dead that long? Mm-hmm. He wasn't very old, was he? Uh, he was born in 1930. Oh, Jesus. I didn't realize that. Wow, because that commercial that I saw him in was from like the late seventies, maybe. That's yep. about the right. Yeah, that's about I, right. He looked like he was twenty-four. He did. In that. Yeah, black he don't did. crack. It's so true. And he was forty-three years old. Yeah, yeah. No, excellent, magnificent. Another thing I've decided over the weekend is um, that I literally have now hit the wall with people. It's never going to get any better. Matter of fact, I was talking to Brittany. There's a psychologist that works down the hall. She's a wonderful, wonderful person. I hadn't seen her yet since I got back. This morning I saw her. And you would have thought that Santa had come. She was so excited. I'm like, well, that's very nice of you. You know what it's like to be, to be met with someone in the hall that's really happy to see you. And I hope you have a good day, Tom. And it's wonderful to have you back. Isn't that nice? It's why I have a golden retriever. 
There you go. Like, I want to come home Big to hug. a super happy bean. And nice so, Jude. that golden retriever, my blue tick coonhound, not so much. But Murphy, my golden, loves me. There you go. Yeah. So, I did ask her this morning. I said, I don't want to use her name because I don't know if she wants us to use her name or not. So, I won't, but we love you anyway. But uh, I said, let me ask you a question. Uh, I'm, I'm really, my head is spinning right now because I try to watch the news, but I just can't watch very much of it anymore. It doesn't matter where it's coming from or whatever. Are we ever going to get over this extreme left, extreme right stuff? And she said, no. Mm. We're never going to get over it because people, that cortisol shot that people get from hatred, and it comes from being angry from hatred and all the rest of it. It can come from other things too, but we are talking about that this morning, that, that actually it makes them feel all fired up and ready to go, but it's really bad for your brain matter. So that's why she doesn't think it's ever going to get any better, and it doesn't matter which side you're talking about, because as long as they're, it's my way, my way, my way, you have to listen to me, I'm right and you're wrong, it's going to get worse and worse, and it's going to destroy their brains at some level, mm-hmm. which means it'll be impossible for them to think about anything else. Yeah. Isn't that sad? Well, I mean, we got monsters out there running around thinking that Britney's the glue of this show. <laughs> so how are we That's ever exactly what I'm thinking. How are we ever supposed to come to common ground? That's exactly what I'm thinking. How could she be the glue in a normal world? La glue. It's just not possible. So I've decided this. Hmm. I really have. I just can't deal with it anymore. I try to make something out of all these heads. Like, this is horrible, and that party's terrible, and no, your party sucks. I've had enough. I don't want to hear it anymore. I just don't. I have a good idea. Okay, what's your good idea? I know it's a good idea because I'm a millennial, and I've already decided it's a great idea. We're going to ask her if she'll come in on this therapist. I was thinking that same thing. That's what? interesting. Well. You are the glue. She's the glue. I'm the glue. Okay, so we're going to have her in like once a week. For just a mental health mm-hmm. little segment where she just tells us a quick mental health Love it. tip of the week. Love it. She's such a nice person. Yeah. I, and I think it's very fortunate that even at 85, her hair is dark brown. Yeah. <laughs> she just goes with that. But I literally, I don't want to hear it anymore. I just, there's, you can't win no matter which side you take. And, and you try to take the center. But you know how many, you're talking basically 10% uh of the population is far right, 10% of the population is far left, and the other 80% of us are stuck in the middle having to hear their crap every day, and I'm just not going to do it anymore. I I'm know. just I'm not doing it anymore. I don't want anything to do with it, and if you guys want to be political, go work on some other show, because I ain't listening to it anymore. Well, every time I come in there, Rudy's like, I want to talk about this <laughs> law. It's... So annoying. Yeah. Like, Which law is it? Well, like Sunday morning at like 7.30, I was like, listen, Britt, there's a lot going on uh, on the political side of things, and you and I got to start hammering it home. He yeah, you really should. Me. What a it great idea. It was so aggressive to be FaceTimed at 7.30 a.m., and he had like crazy person, like pictures with like string attached, yeah. and he's like, this is what we need to talk. And I was like- What? Yeah, it was my command center, thank you very much. That's what I call it, my command center. I get the command center and the glue. This is great. <laughs> Why did I ever get back in this business? I don't I'd know. I'd like to know. I, I ask you <clears throat> weekly. No, but I'm telling you, honest to God, I, I, it's across the board too. I don't care who it is, Gelfan, or any, I don't want to hear it anymore. I just okay. don't. I don't. We won't. Okay. okay. Well, you guys never did anyway. Okay, so if you bring it up, 
What do you want me to do to trigger you to remember bring that you brought up. it up? If you bring up politics again. I don't want to. Yes, tell me to shut okay, up. Okay, but how about this? If you bring up politics again, I get to go quack, quack, and then that reminds you that we're not talking about it. Just quack, quack. Quack, be, quack. That'll be the deal there. That'll cue you. It's like, it's like one of those rubber bands you, you grab. If So if you have, my sister does this lately, her and my nephew. They wear a rubber band, and if they say something negative or you know self-doubt, they'll flick themselves. So I will be your flicker. I will be your, oh, that sounds bad. I'll be your quack I'll quack. I'll be your flicker. All you got to do is connect the bottom of the L with the bottom of the I, and that doesn't look too good, sister. I'm your mother flicker. <laughs> your mother flicker. Um, no, I mean, do you, aren't you guys just sick? To, and it's she, another person this morning, she told me, Tom, it's never going to end. People just love to be angry and hate-filled and all the rest of it. Not all of us. Like I said, about 20% of us. 10 on the left, 10 on the right, and the rest of us are trying to get by. So that's where, I, you know, there's just way too many great things. I just spent four days in a row with my family. You know, Andy and Melissa and, and Ethan, they were hanging out with Alex and Dan and Fawn and Sage, just having a wonderful time, running into great people, running into listeners, just really, there's just way too many good things going on in my life and your life to sit and try to focus on something we cannot change anyway because we're never going to change their minds. You know that, right? Yeah. It's just not going to happen. So I just don't want to, I really don't want to deal with it. All right, just, I'm going to quack quack you if you bring it up. You do have to quack quack it because I'm sick to death of it. I, I think the human beings try to take a position to try to help others and help themselves understand things, but you just can't do that anymore. Because no. you're, you're absolutely right or you're absolutely wrong and there's no middle, which is insane. Right? Yeah. How did we get there? Or we always get there in, in society around the world, didn't we? We always got to that point. It's also where you're putting your attention and where you're focusing in. And you're finding yourself drawn to that. No, actually, it's drawn to me. Okay. How? how... people come up to me on the street and start talking about it. Oh, can we... Okay, everyone, anyone hearing this, don't come up to Tom on the street. <laughs> Get lost. And start talking about politics. You have to take a break from, like, watching that stuff. I can't do it anymore, and I'll give you a, perfect, a sign that there may be a God. No, I'm not saying there is. And if you're anti-whatever, good for you. And, you know, I just want to hang around my family as long as I can, then I'll croak. There'll, that'll be good, right? Yeah, I mean, I, that seems like the game plan. But I, uh, I was watching one of the news stations this morning. This mm-hmm. is a national news report, and they were talking about, I think they were talking about New York. Were there, were there some, street, some street things going on in New York over the weekend? I don't know. People marching through the streets or I'm something? I'm not sure. I can't, there was some place, but I, can't, I don't remember where it was. It th- might have been New York, but I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. doesn't matter. They put up <clears throat> the words on the screen, and the host of the show was reading what these, not really rioters, but protesters, I guess, doing some damage, what they were causing. And she said, and I quote, and they even defaced the road. That word is defecate, not deface. Oh. She said deface. It's like, how do you, first of all, how do you deface a road? I would be so angry if I thought I was going to go in the basement and pick up, like, clean up some defacement compared (laughs) to the other one. Compared to poop? Yeah. Yes. My husband's like, somebody defaced our basement. I'd be like, oh, okay. And then if I went down there and it was poop, I'd say, you monster. 
Exactly. Yeah, our definitions of defaced are definitely different then. Different yes. deal. Yeah. <laughs> defacing something, you're going to deface something by defecating on it, which you could do. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, defecation is definitely not defacement. No. It's just not. Uh, so, yeah, in any case, uh, but, but thank you to all the people. I ran into a lot of people over the weekend. Big, big listeners to the show. You know, that's where I heard the glue thing and all the rest of it. But, and that's part of the reason I think I made that decision. I just, look, if you have extreme positions and it's very important to you, I understand it. I just don't want to hear it anymore. I, I just, I tried my best to try to lean to watch your side, watch the other side, try to figure out what's really happening. You can't do it. No. Because people are so far gone now in those two groups. I don't, well, everybody keeps telling me. Several people have told me they're never coming back. I do have... After Bob's on and Chris are on, I do want to tell you about this product you're really going to love that's going to help kiddos not have to get Is it entwined. called alcohol? Yes, alcohol. It's, it's something for cell phones to help them not use their cell phones. Oh, that's a good idea. I know. So after we've got all this amazing entertainment with Bob and Kristen, oh, I want to tell you about this new product I found out about. I've, I would really, really like to go deface something right now. Oh, it's actually, you mispronounced it, and the bathroom is that way. <laughs> the bathroom is that way. All right, yeah, we should probably take a break here. We'll open the, open the door for Sandy and Kristen Bird. And, and by the way, I keep hearing so many nice things, and thank you about the Kristen Birds and Bob Sanseviers and Tim Lammers and, you know, Chris Eggert. And you get on the list of everybody. This, they love you guys. That's all I'm saying. So tip of the cap. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you will ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the new MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer with promo code TOM. All you got to do is use the promo code T-O-M, TOM. You get one free. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the United States and comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, my Pillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code TOM, T O M, or call 800 516 5146 to get your My Pillow 2.0s now. The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured, Bradshaw and Bryant. 
nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com. Keyword passport. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Look at that. Professional announcers and everything. Could you call Amy a professional announcer? Yeah. You think so? You yeah. Could? Well, not to her face. I know. Yeah. 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 Behind she's, her back. Yeah. She's Different. in charge of our pay, so I call her whatever she wants me <laughs> to. What's pay? What do you mean pay? You, I forgot. You don't, you're not getting that. <laughs> yeah, I don't get any pay. I don't know what the hell you're talking I about. I know. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant, bringing you Sanny. Sanny, I, you're the, what, what? What a pain in the ass you are. You're not putting my picture up there. I don't, I look. What a baby. I don't know how to get this camera to work. I actually think the computer, oh, I never no, took the little, the, the little tab off. That could be. But at time, I got to tell you. All weekend, I've been, I'm so excited to be on because I have been both champing and chomping at the bit because I want to talk politics with you. Yeah, please do, Bob. Quack, because quack, quack, Bob, quack. Seriously, I'm not kidding you. And it's for everybody. I don't want to hear it. And like I said, if, there, if people want to come on this show and chirp, go get your own show. Tom, I can't listen I, to it anymore, Bob. I can't. I, I don't blame you. And you nailed it. And I think I know why it's so bad now. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned about the 10% on the right and the 10% on the left. Yeah. The difference is... Those people didn't used to get elected. Now they're getting elected, and that's what's making people crazy. It is. There's no question. And pretty much you look at these elections or people appoint a position, it's always about money. Everything's about money now. You and I, being human beings, don't matter at all. It's only the mighty, the, the almighty dollar, as Toots would say. My mother called it the almighty dollar. And Bob, did you hear who the glue of the show is? I did, and I, Jesus, who could argue that? Him. You can't quack, even quack. argue it. Quack, who said quack. that to you? Had they been a, were they like uh, several beers in when they said it? Or? Quack, quack. Well, he did kind of say it like this. What's the name of the chick on the show? Is it Briner? I'm fine with that. Bri- Britannia? All of those work. I'll respond to all of those. <laughs> exactly. Now, he did say glue and didn't say she's the PU of the show, did no, he? No, no. He, he said glue. La glue is La here. Glue. La well, glue. I'm not going to argue. I think that's absolutely correct. Thanks, Bob. I owe you. Oh, for Christ's sake. Yeah, so, right. Here we go. Did I tell you I have to leave at 724 this morning? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do. No, sorry about that. All right. Anyway, go uh, ahead, sir. Hey, how about your twins? My twins, I, I had a lovely time watching that game yesterday. Um, they, they're going to have to do something about that middle uh, middle inning bullpen. They're going to need to sharpen up a little because they, they're getting a little bit hammered, if you ask me, so they got to figure that out. But uh, the hitting, the uh, starting pitching, the closers are doing a great job. Twins, what now, have a three-and-a-half game lead over Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, and what Sonny Gray is doing. I, I mean, yes. I talked about him yes. last week, 4-0 and now. He, here's what's incredible. His uh, his ERA went up to 0.77. <laughs> and it's the it's one of the best. Going back to the Senators, all right, three guys through April have had better ERAs. One of them, Irvin Santana in 2017. And if you take into account the Senators, 
Uh, you have to go back. Walter Johnson had a .23 in 1913. Whoa. And Eddie Madison had a .55 in 1918, and it was Santana. What he's doing, I mean, he really, we were talking about it, and it was kind of like tongue-in-cheek or joking. Mm-hmm. He really is, if he could in any way come close to keeping this up, he's an absolute Cy Young candidate. He certainly would win it for April. You know, or Bob, maybe lose it to Joe Ryan. Yeah, maybe. I got to very quickly. I got to tell tip of the cap to everybody over at uh, engineering because the mics all sound phenomenal now. They sound really good. Yeah. Well, like I said, <laughs> I Rudy what, yeah. Rudy learned what buttons to hit. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> so waiting for Bob to make a wise ass right. comment. Yeah, so. Exactly. He pushed that one button, the non garbage button. <laughs> He's a champ when it comes to that sort of thing. You got so, but I mean, you know what? With the wild out and the wolves out, the twins at least right now are giving you something to enjoy. Oh, I love the twins. You know, I've been a, I, I'm a by far a, a bigger twins fan than anything else. I guess the Vikings would come in second, and then we get around to the other sports that never win. So yeah. that pisses me off. But uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry, but I'm a, I am just all in for the Minnesota Twins. Always have been since I was nine years old, and I always will be. I, I just love my Minnesota Twins, man. Well, now's the time you, you got to – there's nothing not to love. I agree. The way they're playing. Three so, and a half game good, lead. Good for them. Now, your Vikings obviously completed the draft the other day, did not get one of the top quarterbacks. They got the 12th quarterback selected in the draft, Jaron Hall from Brigham Young. Now, Brigham Young is where Steve Young came from. Mm-hmm. Jim McMahon played there. Mm-hmm. So did Zach Wilson. He was there before this guy, and he's a bust. That's why Aaron Rodgers – is now with the New York Jets. So right. It's a fifth round. People cannot get excited about this guy because he's a fifth round pick. And if you want to tell yourself, well, Tom Brady was a fifth round pick, I doubt he's going to be considered the GOAT someday. But maybe there's something there that he will be able to become the replacement for Kirk Cousins. But you don't become the 12th quarterback pick and they, you don't wait till the fifth round right. if you truly think he can be the guy. I have a question for everybody on the show and all our listeners as well. How do people uh, text in or email or whatever? So you go to your app, your Tom Bernard podcast app, and then in the top left corner, there's a little button that looks like a talk bubble. And I think it says feedback for the show. And you can do a quick message, audio message, and that comes right to me and Rudy. Uh, Because I'm going to make a statement here and maybe people will be pissed off. Maybe they'll agree. I don't remember the Vikings ever having a great draft, ever. Well, Christ, they missed a pick one time. They did. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's how bad they are I, at the draft. They, terrible at it. <laughs> they did, but they wound up with Kevin Williams, who was a, a very good player for them. They, uh, they, mm-hmm. they let the clock run out on them. And, you know, they've had drafts where, I mean, when you pick late, like Randy Moss, picking him was a hell of a pick. Yes. Same thing with yes. Adrian Peterson. I mean, they've had drafts where they've made some good selections, but I'd have to go back and actually look at the drafts to tell you, this one was incredible. Look at all these guys they got. None of them immediately jump out. No, they don't. Look, we've had great people like Chuck Foreman. They knew something about Chuck Foreman. A lot of other people didn't know, even though he was a hell of a player in college. Anyway, uh, quality human being and my favorite running back of all time. I just love that guy. Great guy. It, and should be in the Hall of Fame, which we've talked about. Oh, God, yes. There's no question and about that. These guys, and a lot of them are guys that I know and I covered uh, football with. They just don't get They're always looking for the running yards. They don't look at the fact that he led the league in receiving 
four, I think four years in a row, his overall numbers were the most receptions by anyone, including the wide receivers. And to me, I said this before, Tom, the best stat that tells you he belongs, Lynn Swan, Hall of Famer with the Steelers, had one more season than Chuck. Chuck has more career receptions yes. than wide yep. receiver Lynn Swan. What more do you need to hear? I couldn't agree more, Bob. There, it just drives me. It still drives me nuts that Bud didn't give the ball to him in Oak, the game against Oakland. I, I will never understand that as long as I live. <laughs> Nor will Chuck. Jesus. Because he I said just... he went right over the top, and he would have. Yeah, he would have. It would have been a touchdown instead of a fumble. Gave no, it to nothing... McClanahan, and that was it. Nothing against Brent McClanahan. It happens, but Brent McClanahan is not Chuck Foreman. And the other thing, by the way, these Hall of Fame voters don't look at Chuck was a fullback. Yes, he was. And right. He's the greatest fullback ever to play the game. I agree. So, no but I'll, and one little bit of trivia: fifty years ago, nineteen seventy-three is when Chuck was picked. Mm-hmm. He was the first ever uh, player for, to be drafted in the first round out of Frederick, Maryland. Second player to be drafted out of Frederick, Maryland, in the first round: Jordan Addison. Fifty years later, <laughs> is that right? That's an incredible stat. I think that this kid is from Chuck's hometown. Hey, Bob, are you looking at a, at the wire or any news service right now? I certainly could be. Well, the only reason I'm asking you, I got it because they got officially announced that Brittany is the glue of the show. And, and when it comes across the wire, I need to know when they're going to announce it. Keep us in the know. Um, I was <laughs> I thinking either T-shirts <laughs> or, you know, La Glue or La Glue, some good. sort of vanity plate maybe. So you were saying earlier, did you, are you giving her the nickname Elmer? Elmer, it would be a good nick. Hey, Elmer, what's going on in the news? I like that. Shorten it to L, which is adorable. L would be good. Yes, Perfect. no question. Or there's, well, there's Borden's glue, Gorilla glue. I don't know if you want to be called Gorilla. Probably not. That would work. No. Probably not. All right, Sandy, is that everything Palomino? Other than uh, Kristen Burt, the best ever, is up next. Oh, you guys going to do a crossover again? Is that what the well, plan is? Well, you told is? me you wanted me to. No, I don't know I, if I should keep it up. I think you do a great job. You do a great job, Bob. 10 out of 10. Kristen Burke. I appreciate it. There is, you are all blessed to be listening now because nowhere else can you hear Kristen Burt and get the type of insights and entertainment information that you can get when Kristen Burt is on the Tom Bernard Morning Show. What Boy, a way the, to start the week. Thank you. Look at the yeah. time, Bob. No. Uh, Sandy. <laughs> no, Sandy, I do have to mention this. And Rudy, Sandy, and me just keep taking punches. Uh, I ran into some, uh, over the weekend, uh, we were traveling around with the grandkids and going around from place to place, ran into a lot of listeners, loved the show, and the two things that they did the most, and I held back on the second point, is uh, one guy pointed out that Brittany is the glue for the show. She's the glue, keeps everything all together, and then they raved about you for about a half an hour. So, not Rudy, not Bob, not me, the two of you. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> they were raving about oh, you. Wait, they love you. They're I'm serious. You, oh, you know that. You must look at the research or Facebook what, anyway. Who's sending me any research? <laughs> research. Well, whatever the hell it is. I don't know what the hell. Oh, it is. sorry, that was supposed to be me. I was supposed to be doing some. Yeah, research. you're supposed to be doing research. I was supposed They're to send glue. pie charts to Kristen. L. I'm going to call you L from now on. Oh, I'd love. But I, I wanted it's you so to know. Cute. You have tons and tons and tons of fans. They love you guys on this show. So both of you get lost. I think it's pretty offensive well, because my I'm not leaving. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. I'm not going. But anywhere. I am. Take care, kids. We'll see you later. Bye, oh, Bob. Thanks, Annie. Bye, Bob. Bob. I, I, 
saying think, he's got to go. I think it's pretty offensive, too, because the reality of it is the only person who this show wouldn't exist if it wasn't if they didn't show up for work is Rudy. Like, he pushes all the buttons. Like, he's the actual glue. We sit here and not do anything? Yeah, like, he... <laughs> If he didn't show up, you and I would not go out anywhere. Like, he's the actual glue. So it's his fault I have to be here. Is that yeah, what you're this saying? Is tr- yeah, blame okay. him for that. All yes. Right. Okay, yeah, again. He sends me a link every morning. If I don't get that link, I'm nowhere. I know, right? Like, he's different every day. See? He's the actual person, but I'll be the glue. Here I am. <laughs> I see my email arrive from, from Rudy. Don't, uh, don't try to change the subject. The Rudy and I don't matter. It's only the two of you. Well, the Tom Bernard show doesn't exist without you. Just the name, though. I can sell the naming rights to the two of you, and then I'll just retire and go live on a beach. <laughs> yeah. That's the long con we've been working on. We want that namesake. The so long go. con. Yeah. There you go. It's the long con. Which one of us is Tom and which one of us is Bernard? <laughs> I'll be like show. That. Oh, Bernie. <laughs> Yeah, you'd be just show. That's good. Good plan. That's by it. the way, Bob Sansevier Sports, sponsored by Brad Sean Bryant. Personal injury lawyers, Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, bringing you Bob Sansevier. And now Kristen Burt with us. And all I heard all weekend was, oh, Brittany, oh, Kristen, the greatest. I was like, oh, Christ. That's all I need. It's your fault for bringing us along. <laughs> yes, it's my <laughs> fault, no doubt. But yeah, you guys have a lot of fans. Anyway, moving forward, a billion dollars for Super Mario. Billion dollars crossed the billion Jesus. dollar mark yesterday. Now, have you gone yet to see the movie? I have no. not contributed my billion dollars to the box office. Has anybody else? My sister and my nephews went, and their review wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, they are core demographic. Uh, we were all raised on Mario, and oh, sure, yeah. they were not. They said the music was good. But it's no Lego movie. Like, they were very adamant that they thought it was going to be kind of funnier and more fun. How about you, Rudy? Uh, I haven't seen it. Relatives went this weekend, came back, and said it's not that great. 59% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Oh, Oh, really? That's it. Yeah. That's okay, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't yeah. that shocking, though? It cr- crosses the billion-dollar mark, and the reviews from just about everyone are like, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, that's telling you the state of the box office right now, but it really is the first major family film of 2023, and that's what you're seeing a lot of parents taking their kids because they haven't had that great movie experience this year, and then they get there and like, it's all right. Yeah, I... I we saw a couple of movies. I'll get to one maybe toward the end. It's just this movie, so many things I discovered. You ever hear of a movie called Fat City from 1972? I have not. Oh, my God, it's a depressing movie. It's got uh, very young uh, Jeff Bridges is in it. He's, uh-huh. uh, he's, he's supposed to be 18, but I think he was actually like 22 when he played the role. But he plays an 18-year-old. And then Stacy Keach is in it, and he looks to be about maybe... 25 maybe they were babies they were babies but it was one of them well anyway I, i'll tell you at the very end of your report because when i'm watching movies and i see people there's a woman in it who plays an alcoholic she nailed that role she was up oh. for an academy award but didn't win unfortunately but all right i'll just tell you now so we can recover with your good news okay <laughs> yeah my good my greatness i don't even day. want to say the young woman's name she was she was phenomenal so I'm checking on her name and what, what her history was and all the rest of it. She, was, uh, she didn't win the Academy Award, but she was nominated all the rest of it. Then she revealed that during the shooting of Fat City, which John Huston directed, 
that John Huston raped her backstage at, uh, during the movie. And then she's sitting around, and, you know, dealing with that for the rest of her career. Right. A couple of years later, she's sitting around, finds out she's got thrombosis, has to have both of her legs amputated. Oh, oh my God. So, again, if you want to be crabby this morning about politics, good for you, because you didn't at least have to go through what that woman went through. Oh, I my mean, gosh. That's hor- That's like the worst way to start a Monday. No question, but I had to get it out of the way because it bought- she was phenomenal in this movie. I'm trying to look up and see who the actress was. Susan Tyrell? Yep, Susan Tyrell. Yeah. That's exactly who it is. Yeah. What a story. Jesus. But- yeah, she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for her performance yep. in the role. She, I am telling you, watch the movie. First of all, it's a, it's a good I mean, it's an old movie. It's 50 years old, so it's got some age to it. But she... Well, everybody, Stacey Keach is great, Jeff Bridges is great, everybody in. You know who's in it is Nicholas Colasanto. Remember the guy? The again, he ain't pretty no more. Remember that from Rocky? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> or was it Rocky? That was Rocky, wasn't it? But Nicholas Colasanto is the old guy. Well, he's much younger in this movie, but he's still got that deal. He talks like this. Hey, you guys, why don't you run down to the store and give me some? I mean, I character just, actor for life. Yes, character <laughs> actor for life. But okay, I'm over that now. I... What I actually did was take all my sadness from Ms. Terrell's life and dumped it on the four of you. Oh, good. So I hope it's okay with you. Well, fantastic, because I've got great news, because we're probably going to have a writer's strike. That's what it looks like. What is that (laughs) all about? It really does. Um, As of 5.45 p.m. yesterday, the um, negotiations between the producers and the Writers Guild of America broke down. Um, They have made no headway over the negotiation period whatsoever. Today is the last day. If they cannot come to any type of an agreement at midnight Pacific time, 3 a.m. Eastern time, we will officially be on strike. And the shows that immediately shut down are the late night shows, Saturday Night Live. Uh, Those are the ones that you're going to see affected right off the bat. Some people are concerned about if you're watching daytime shows uh, like the soap operas, they have stockpiled some of their episodes. Like Days of Our Lives is six months ahead. They're fine. Some of the other ones are probably about two to four weeks ahead. So if it's a long strike, it becomes a problem. But if it's a quick strike, we should be okay. That'll be that. Well, they got to get they're going to have to get that settled before the uh, the election next year, because, you know, Hollywood's got to have a big voice, don't they? Well, they certainly do. I mean, the last strike in 2007, 2008, I was here for it. Remember, it was in the middle of the recession then and the major downturn of the real estate market. That devastated the entire economy here in Los Angeles. A lot of writers lost their homes because of it. And I think what people forget in these situations is that there's also support industries. Everything from your caterers to your dry cleaners, anything that's around a studio, anything that supports the entertainment industry also suffers because of a strike. Yeah. And as of right now, Screen Actors Guild, your actors are still working. They have told us to still continue to work um, as long as you're obviously not crossing picket lines and that the scripts are locked and loaded for the shows that you're working on. That makes total sense. 2008, you know what I lost in 2008? Yeah, 2007, 2008, and it was 100 days. I think yeah. um, some people remember even there was a uh, – it was the start of award show season too. So there was a lot of um, – like the Golden Globes, they just had a bunch of entertainment reporters like announce the winners in a ballroom instead of doing the official show because you need writers for all the monologues right. and everything. Right. So I think people forget these like small things that you do need union writers for. 
Oh, I don't think there's any question about. It. See, that's that's the whole deal. But don't they go on strike like every other year? Nope. This was the la- the last strike was 2007, was it 2008. Because really? yes. it seems like they're always out on strike. Yeah. No, we're not out on strike. We want to keep Good. working. But um, I think you know there's a lot of issues at hand. You've had a lot of layoffs at the studios. Yeah. Yep. And we've had the shutdown with the pandemic. It's not a great time to strike for anyone. You've got a recession going on again. I you know I don't know if they've officially declared a recession, but I think it sure feels like it to a lot of people. And, you know, not only are they fighting for better pay and residuals for all the streaming networks that we enjoy because they're getting paid a lot less than they make on broadcast shows, on the network shows, but also that AI, that artificial intelligence fight is really starting to brew here. What's going to happen? Is that going to just take over? A lot of people are going to lose their careers if that happens. Well, it's interesting. And, you know, I know we started mentioning this, what, about maybe six weeks ago we were talking about it. I know, mm-hmm. like, Rudy, I was asking you, like, what you thought about it. And, and here's the thing. It's 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 one of those situations. The dialogue and the noise and the conversations have gotten a lot louder because the tech industry is starting to say it's not there today in 2023. But we will tell you this is probably the, the fastest moving technology. And it's going to put not just people in the entertainment industry out of work, but across the board in all industries. That's sad. I mean, do we need that right now? Probably not. No. And they're saying if you're not learning the technology now, you're going to find yourself so far behind in 2030 when they say it will be everywhere. So we don't need humans anymore then? Pretty much. I mean, there's going (laughs) to be certain things that they're going to need. Like, you're still going to need humans for critical (laughs) thinking, but they're saying that AI will do all of, like, the basic work. A little scary, if you ask me. I agree. It is scary. It's it's really, it puts a lot of industries out of a job. Well, they're using AI now to threaten kidnapping. They, they pretend that they've kidnapped your child and they have their voice. So I'll put your child on and it's their child's voice talking to them. I mean, this is terrifying. No doubt about it. Yeah. And I think what's what's scary about AI, it's it's not just like, oh, it's the written word. No, right. it's, it's your voice. It's your likeness. Yep. It encompasses everything. All right. Well, thanks for leaving me in such a great mood. It's really <laughs> nice of you. No question. Yay! You've ruined my <laughs> life. A happy day. I guess I'll just talk to you tomorrow. I guess you know. Well, hopefully I will have better news, and hopefully there will be negotiations that, and they'll go in the right direction today. Fingers crossed. But I will say it does look like a strike is going to happen. Now this is a business comment. It's not a political comment. When are we going to stop allowing these hedge funds to take all the money out of their banks, and then we have to pay for it? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, it, it seems like every time people need um, bailing out, it's the corporations that get bailed out first, of oh, course. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you and, and I pay for it. Like, we're like, well, what about us? <laughs> we're all struggling, too. It's Nobody true. Cares. Well, yeah. You know what a struggle it is to work with the glue of the show, Brittany? It's a huge struggle. I'll be in my trailer. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a trailer now. Didn't have one until today. She's got a trailer now. Officially, I was just (laughs) renting one online. Oh, you were? Okay. Mm -hmm. Kristen, we'll talk to you twice tomorrow, not just once, but twice. Absolutely. I'll be on the family and here tomorrow morning. Sounds great. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Is she gone? She's gone. She's another one. Just they rave about her. She's so sweet. She reached out to me, I think, last week and was like, hey, Britt. BravoCon is happening in Vegas. We should figure out a way to have you. It's for Bravo shows. Oh, okay. It's like reality TV. They have like oh, a big, you know, convention. And she's like, 
And she's like, I think I could get us press things. You could bring the baby. We could both take turns wearing the you baby should, in Vegas. You should do that. That's and I was a good like, idea. But I just thought it was so sweet because she knows how much I love. I mean, how, like, those are the kind of people you go, that's so nice. Like, not only does she get, like, little fun perks, but her being like, wouldn't it be so fun if we both went? I'm like, okay, you're so sweet. Well, but here's, a, here's me. When you leave and go do that, I'm going to turn Rudy and go, I just don't feel the glue today. We're just floating, free floating yeah. without our glue. There's no direction. We got nothing. There's no quack, glue. Quack. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. Hey, we just save that for political talk. By the quack, way, the turnaround quack. on that. You record, like, the, Rudy. What? I said that like four minutes ago, and all of a sudden he's got, I don't well, trust him. Yeah. I don't trust Rudy's. No, too don't. quick. All right, we'll, we'll take a break and see if you can settle in. Oh, thank you. We'll be right back right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? An old school website with outdated information? Hubbard Interactive can help. They can do it all for your business. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things all the best ways. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp. Plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. On the morning show, and as far as the weather is concerned, this looks really, really good for the rest of the week. Remember, they said originally it was going to be cloudy today. And looking at my watch, it's going to be windy, but it's going to be sunny at the same time. So nice. Holy buckets that wind yesterday. Oh, my God. I was carrying, I went to the container store. You're welcome, Rudy. I was checking everything out for us. And I was carrying a bunch of um, like plastic bins with lids on top. And they were one, some of them were loosely on. The wind kicked up, shot the top lid, and it felt like I got punched in the nose. It came up so quick. Really? Pop. Um, I have some emails. Do you want me to read them? I'd love to hear some emails, okay. sister. Medic John. Medic John wrote in, better than the Chicago Bears, Tom. I'm, I'm guessing he's talking about the draft. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Yep. It's a good point, by the way. Um, Trista wrote in, so glad Tommy is back. Been listening since I was 18, and I'm 50 Aww. on May 14th. If we miss your birthday, Trista, happy birthday. Keep up the great work. Um, she wants Philly on the show as well. Yeah, Philly is talking about moving out of the state. Um, I do miss working with Philly. He's been a friend of mine for, what, 40-some years? Love Philip Wise. He's Love a great that guy. Man. Um, he is. Tom and crew, 
or crew, Brody. Mm-hmm. Glue. Um, it says glue, not crew. Tom and glue. Mm-hmm. Tom and glue. <laughs> I've been a longtime listener from back when you were on Clear's Throat, the other place. <laughs> I love the new <laughs> show. Gets me through the morning part of my day. You definitely sound happier. On a side note, I like the streaming since I'm in Spooner, Wisconsin. Makes mm-hmm. listening easier. That's from Aaron. So, yeah. a lot. Of, we've had like 10 emails today. Um, a lot of good emails. Well, thank you. Like I said, it's that's again. That's why I'm 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 gonna get away from all these really. I try to make some sense of these comments that people make on on the edges, on the fringes, and I just I'm I'm sick of it. I want to stay in the middle eighty percent with normal people, who get up, love their families, you know, their wives, their husbands, their their kids, grandkids, whatever. There's so many great things. Enjoy your life for Christ's sake. You want to you want to be miserable. I don't know why you do. Why? I have no idea either. I. Talked to somebody this weekend who immediately made me think of you. She works for this company called Yonder. You spell it Y-O-N-D-R. And they have created these cell phone bags. They do it at concerts a lot where our, like, stand-up comedians don't want you to record something. Mm-hmm. You get this, like, bag that they can scan and lock. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They've been implementing them in schools as well. My friend Nina is the one who works for them, and she, they're in Minneapolis now. They've Wait been... a minute. Kids are bringing their, their phones to school? Oh, of course. Well, you can't have your phone on at school. Yeah. Every, I mean, all kids oh, have their God. phones at school. Yeah. I'll text my daughter sometimes like, hey, don't forget when you get home from school, you got to make sure you, you know, whatever, let the dog out. Right. And then it's 1145 and she texts me back. And then I text her back. What are you doing texting me? Exactly. You should be. Exactly. I meant for you to text, read this on the walk home from school, not in the middle of math class. Yep. They all have their phones in school. Why do they let them do that? Well, they, it's, first off, teachers get really pissed, or t- parents get really pissed if you don't let them have phones in school. Why? Because I don't, you tell me, Rudy, like, why would you, well, you want your kid to have your phone for after school, right? Yeah, if there was a thing, you know, like many a concerts, you go to see Dave Chappelle, you got to put your, your phone in a yep. bag, you don't yep. get it back, but yep. uh, it's the, the watches. That's where the kids get away with it. There you go. They get away with it with the Apple Watches, because that's how my daughter texts me back. So, and it's also security feeling. So, they don't want teachers to take them. Like, kids don't want them to take them. So, this Yonder bag is what they're talking about with the concert thing. They've been implementing them, especially in California, in schools, where... You come in, you put your phone, maybe your watch in this little bag. Mm-hmm. It does this little magnetic shut thing where they can control it. And then when you, you can have it all day, and then when you leave, you just scan it, take that out, and give them the bag back. Works. It works. And then exactly. you have the phone, the security's there, you still get it before and after school. Perfect. I, that's what I thought. Who has to pay for the pouches? I think the, I think this, I don't know, that's a great question. The family should pay for the pouches. I would have no problem with that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. You want to take your phone to school, then we got to pay for the pouch to I put it I don't think in. it's a huge expense either. No, it's not. Um, no. Well, they talked about it too, and then they were like, she was telling me that, you know, some of the f- negative feedback is like, what if an, if an emergency happens? And they kept pushing the idea that if an emergency happens, like, God forbid, like a school shooting mm-hmm. or whatever, the reality is it should come, you know, they should all be listening to the teacher and right. the 911 officers get you know, a huge amount of calls from all these different places and they're not figuring out, you know, they get miscommunication, just like it's here, it's there, it's whatever. And it should all go through the school anyways. It works out better that way anyways. So I just thought, wow, we've been talking about the idea that a lot of times with cell phones, there's just 
there's a lot of negative that comes with the positive. And oh, I yeah. thought, this is a cool way. It also helps, they've been showing studies, that muscle memory of not reaching for your phone every two seconds because you're like, oh, it's locked mm -hmm. up. And that creates really good habits. No, I agree. And that this is going to all be taken care of. Yeah, I understand you want your kids to be secure and safe. Of course. No question. But you just can't have your phone on in school. Yeah. Sorry. It's just not going to work. It is really hard to hear your kid come home and go, well, what would you do at school today? Oh, we had an active shooter drill. Oh, wonderful. Isn't that terrifying? I'm, I'm, they have to. I'm sorry. What did you do today? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We all got into the corner of the class God. and we all sat quietly for five minutes and then afterwards, they unlocked the doors, and we all went back to class. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so blown away that that is what it's come to, that we are you know, actively trying to tell our kids, like, hey, this is what you do in that situation. I yeah. feel like we should have a little bit more at the door. Because, like, my, uh, my daughter's school, her elementary school, had a situation when happened one time with a parent. And immediately after that, it was like, you guys remember the movie Stand By Me? I think mm -hmm. it was Stand mm -hmm. By Me with yeah. Morgan Freeman, and he yep. chained all the doors. And her school was like, we're chaining the doors. I was like, good. Chain them up. I'm all about it. How scary. That yeah. is such a scary reality for people. Like, you know, we used to do tornado drills. I remember when we had our first um, bomb threat drill. And when I remember in Stillwater, we had our, a bomb threat. We had to go sit on the giant hill outside the junior high. And that like started kind of meshing in while I was in school. But nothing like it is now. Mm. Yeah, it's so funny. I went to probably the most dangerous high school in Minnesota. We never had any of those problems. <laughs> Where, where'd you go? Minneapolis North. North? Yeah. yeah. I, I wrestled with a kid named Waja Broadway. Oh, yeah. And I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember wrestling with him. And I said, uh, I said, oh, that's a cool scar. Where'd you get that? He's like, bullet. I was like, what? <laughs> I, was, I was like, dude, you're, a, you're a, in 10th grade. He's like, yeah, yeah that was yeah. the second time. I was like, where do you live? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is God. insanity. I'm telling you, I can go through the, the stories, and I've told them over the years, no question. In 10th grade, sitting there talking to my friend. He was the older brother of my friend, but he was my friend, too. And the, the bell rings, go back to class. I said, you going back to class? He goes, no, nah, I just don't feel like going to class. I don't know. I, I don't know what's wrong, man. I'm just not in a very good mood, and things aren't going well. I'm just going to get the hell out of here. Walked over to Clark Station and shot and killed the attendant for $17. Oh, my God. I will never forget that as long as I live. <laughs> He's talking to me one minute, the next minute he's shooting and killing somebody for $17. Oh, my God. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. Did you ever see him again? No. No, never heard from him. He didn't even call me from prison. He's probably still in there. Call us at night. No, don't call us. <laughs> no, do not call us. But, yeah, that, it's... That's I, terrible. I love all the... My favorite story about North High School, though, is... And I will never forget this. There's this big hubbub out in the hallway. Right, this noise and screaming and yelling. So I'm sitting right next to the door and I said, "Tommy, would you go and look and say what is that?" So I get up, I walk over, I look in the hall. There's a guy running. He looks terrified, running down the hall. And around the corner comes a guy with a rifle and a Nazi helmet. <laughs> like what? what? Where the hell did you get a Nazi helmet? What? <laughs> He's wearing a Nazi helmet, chasing a guy with a rifle. I don't know how to respond to that. I can story. give you his name if you want. No, I don't want. I want less information. I feel it's like what? Anybody? Seriously, text it. How do they text in? Well, don't message me about that. <laughs> no, but if they if they remember that happening, because a lot of my, okay. a lot of my old schoolmates listen. 
You can message me, our Rudy. He's also on this email. Not this one, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> not on this one. If you have the app, it's in the top left corner, the little talk bubble. And I think it says, like, feedback for the show, but it messages me, and I... God. People, today I already had somebody send me their pictures of their dog, which Aww. I love. Bill did. He's got a golden retriever named Ranger, and the pictures are so cute. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen. So there you have it. It's a different world. It is just. Uh, it is. It's, it's terrifying. And it is terrifying. You just how do you even have those talks with kids? Mm-hmm. Like the idea that you have to talk to Fawn about a school shooting and how she's going to react is like so and, depressing. And the exact reason I'm not going to talk politics on the show anymore. I'm just not going to do it anymore. I have no interest because it's you people on the far right and far left that are driving everyone to this violence. Yeah. You're pissing them off or, or making them very uncomfortable, very nervous. You're always pissed off. It's causing a lot of problems. Shut up. Yeah, it's a, it's a, we got, there's a lot of, it's systemic. There's an issue. We've got a big issue, and I don't know, yep. I don't know, I know that that's part of it, but there's many parts to this. Take away their freedom of speech. <laughs> he says that she as he's look, on a podcast, spouting out like, all sorts hell? of bullshit. What the hell is wrong what with What is you? wrong with you? Take away their freedom. They don't speech. get any freedom. You're out of the mix, damn it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll keep an eye on it. But I, it just, I honestly got, got to be honest with you. I'm going through the first hour of the show today. Didn't bring up a political issue at all. And I'm really happy about that. Yeah. It's just too much now. It's just nonstop. And again, I'm sick of you defacing my street. <laughs> we got to watch out, though, because soon will be that hot button problem maker, Chris Eggert. He's always. Oh, God, it's nonstop. He's always trying to get him. me to sign different things and join different political oh, parties. Oh, is he really? No. I didn't think so. No. He's such a good guy, isn't uh, he? He's so good. We just have a bunch of really, yeah, love it. I just love that story you told last Friday. Yeah, well, I'd like to go swim with my kids, but I can't because I tip over. <laughs> he was rolling around like a log as his son was rolling over. That imagery, it's I was best. dying laughing. He was so funny on Friday. Duluth Chris Eggert is a, oh, yeah. is a gem. Oh, yeah. It's a goddamn delight. He is wonderful. For people who might just tune in for the first time, Chris Eggert does our news coming up in about, oh, about 15 minutes, 17, 13 minutes, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Chris uh, lost his leg years ago, and that's what he was talking about, why he tips over, because he's only got one leg. <laughs> he was so excited. It was swim. unbelievable. And in the ocean. And you just imagine him <laughs> rolling around. Ah! <laughs> he's just rolling around in the ocean. That works for me, though. He's such a great guy to work. He's I've so always funny. liked him. He is so funny. I'm yelling, run! I can't! When that garbage, garbage truck, truck was following him around. Oh, in God. God, he was funny on Friday. Oh, that's Friday. right. Was beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Jesus. He was so funny that day. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.